This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena, and I'm back this week with another solo episode, and I, I really missed talking to you, so I'm so happy to be back. A week ago, I was on a retreat on a beautiful Caribbean island, Dominican Republic. I went there to recharge, to regroup and get better at what I'm doing, to figure out more ways how I can help you and support you on your journey back from childless. And this whole week was amazing experience, just being away from every day, having all the time to focus on me, my work. It was truly amazing. And I also had plenty of opportunities to have some fun, to lay in the sun and soak up some light and warmth in preparation for the long winter ahead of me. And I got to see amazing sunrises. And on top of that, I got to meet a bunch of amazing and inspiring people, other coaches. And everything was truly amazing. And I'm also very, very happy to be back with my family, my work and my cats and so what, I so what I want to talk to you about today is change. Because very so often we want for a certain change to happen, but it doesn't happen or it doesn't happen as fast as we would like. It After childless, we long to feel better, but it seems that it's not possible. We're constantly going through grief stages in a nonlinear way. We experience sometimes all the grief stages in one day. And again and again, it seems that nothing is happening, that the change is not happening. Like, for example, uh, when you lose your child, it seems for a while that nothing is bringing you joy anymore. You do things that you have to do. You force yourself to stick to some routines. You you meet some people, but it's all pretty robotic. There is not no joy in it and no enjoyment. In this is never, and we are afraid that this is never going to change. That we will never be happy again, or sometimes the anxiety. We 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 really feel that it's never going to go away, and also like on a very practical level, some of us develop certain unhealthy habits after the loss that are not sustainable for the long term and that we really would like to get rid of, like indulging in food and alcohol and healthy relationships. And we really try to break these, these habits very hard, but we don't see it happening. And we try and we try and nothing seems to be working. And, and also now when I was going to the retreat, I, I wanted for certain things to change in my life and my practice. And I was really hoping and, 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 and looking forward that the retreat will help me to achieve these things. And at the same time, I was also really scared that I might end up going home the same as I came and nothing, nothing will have changed. So how do we change things in our lives? What is the secret? To and the secret to change is actually very simple in a way. And it goes like this. <laughs> Decide beforehand that a change will happen. And that's how you make sure it will. And I know it might sound 
uh, woo-woo or too simple. But it's actually brain science. Your brain can't focus on everything. So it focuses on what it thinks is important to you. And if you give your brain a task to look for a change, it goes on a scavenger hunt to look for clues, how the change is happening, what is changing. And the brain starts showing you evidence. You start seeing things you didn't notice before. You notice brief moments of awareness. And and, and that is really how permanent change happens. These brief moments of awareness, small changes, because nothing happens overnight. Change happens in the And this brings me to the framework of change that has been used by a coach that I really admire, Corinne Crabtree. And she uses this framework weightless cli- weight loss clients, but it goes for any change that involves changing an established pattern, really. And we all live in patterns, be it the pattern of overeating that leads to being overweight, or it's a pattern of crappy thinking that leads us to feeling bad about grief, about how you're handling things that you are doing, how you're handling issues at hand, relationships, raising your other children, your joy, your happiness. And so the change happens in four phases. First phase is waking phase. During this phase, you notice your automatic patterns for 20% of time, and you might still choose to go on with them, or you might choose something else, but at least you notice. And that is the most important task during this phase. Just notice and celebrate the noticing part. The second phase is momentum phase. And and, and during this phase, you all times at around 40% of times. And and why it's why is it happening to understand it? What was a big aha moment for me is that you notice because you have made it important for your brain. And once it's important, brain tries to catch the old habit more frequently. And also you start seeing many times your success. And there is even a scientific name for it, and it's the reticular activating system, RAS. And RAS notices what is, what's important to you. And recently, until recent, crappy thought, doubt that they were not important, was not important to you. So brain had no reason to find them and alert you to them. And now you've made it important. You've made it important to the brain. And now the brain is on a scavenger hunt for the things that are important to you. And there is a very good example that is often used to describe it. And it also helped for me to finally click with this. You know how you enter a loud room. I was um, to the Cure concert last night and it actually happened to me. I walked into the hall and suddenly I heard my name being called Liene. And there was so much inaudible noise around me, but when my name was called, it stood out. Same idea with Siri, Apple's virtual assistant. If it's activated, it just listens in the background. But once you say, hi, Siri, it becomes active. It's running and ready to assist you. So if you want for your brain to help you to see how you're changing, make the change important to you, and then you'll see it loud and clear. 
The third phase is make or break phase. Um, most of the time, 60% of the time, you do the wanted behavior and you miss it for 40%. And h- how we screw up during this phase is expecting perfection. You are already actually quite good at the new thing, but if you have the belief that you have to be perfect in it, then you will just kill it. You'll just quit it. And this is actually where the phase where most quitting. And the quitting is so unnecessary because you already are doing the new thing most of the time. But just this thought, just this belief that you should be perfect. You should that you should never have the old thought. You should never act in the old way. And this is not true. You are succeeding. You are succeeding when you are choosing on purpose most of the time, not all the time. And the fourth phase of habit is habit phase. And then during this phase, you, you do the new thing 80% of time. You are comfortable around the new habit. It feels natural, like your second skin. You believe and breathe with your new habit. And you can say with the assurance, this is the new me. But even here, the old thoughts will pop in from time and time. But at this stage, you have just learned to see them for who they are and you don't make a big deal out of them for having them around occasionally. So what is the thing you want to change? For me, shortly after loss, it was feeling of joy or even liking something again was was a change I was seeking. I was seeking and using this framework to achieve that. Today, it's more about my ability to focus and negative thought patterns. What is your thing you want to change? Because whatever it is, it's possible to achieve the change you desire. And it all starts with the belief that it's possible. And then you just see yourself, observe yourself going through the phases of change. And if you want to share what you are trying to achieve, please drop me a note. And if you want individual help, please take a look at my calendar. I offer a certain number of free coachings every month, and I'd be happy to do a free coaching session with you where we look at your situation, at at, at your uh, particular change you want to make, and I can help you to achieve your goals. That's all for this week. Until next week. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it. And please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlyena.com. That's coach L-I-E-N-E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.